Kenny Payne and the Louisville men's basketball program still on a quest to add more guards onto next year's team. We're going to talk about uh, Cam Hayes and Raekwon Battle on this episode of the Locked on the Louisville podcast. Stay tuned. You are Locked on Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On the Wolvo Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. I serve as a credential media member for Cardinal Sports Zone. I also do some PA announcing work for the university in various sports. I want to take this time to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked On the Wolvo Podcast is free on all streaming services, five days a week, your team every day. As I mentioned in the opener, Kenny Payne and company still looking to add more guards on the next year's team. We're going to talk about the Cardinals reaching out to both um, LSU transfer Cam Hayes and Montana State transfer Raekwon Battle. And then to conclude the show, we will dive into the weekly mailbag where we'll answer a lot of great questions that you all have submitted over the past um, couple days. So we haven't had a mailbag in a while, so I figured why not? Let's have another one. So. Uh, but nonetheless, before we do that, want to talk about some portal recruiting. Obviously, three scholarships left for the Global Men's Basketball Program to address, trying to fill the remaining spots. Obviously, there hasn't been a lot of new names to talk about with um, Davion McKnight, Keon Minifield, uh, Caleb Love, Keyshawn Hall, all going different places. L. Ellis officially transferring to Arkansas, as he announced on Monday. Obviously, we are waiting for for decisions on McKenzie Mbako, um, Churchill Abbas as well. But nonetheless, guard play, there really haven't been that ton of uh, that a ton of amount of names to talk about other than Tyler Perry, who just um, canceled his visit to Alabama. So that's something to maybe look out for. But at this point in time, it doesn't seem like there are too many names out there that um, Louisville has been linked to, but the Cardinals have reached out to a couple guards over the past week. We're going to begin by talking about LSU guard Cam Hayes, who has played Louisville in the plat has played Louisville in the past. Sorry, I can't speak today. Um, started out his career at NC State, spent two seasons there before transferring to LSU before the season. A player that originally out of high school, top 100 recruit that Louisville recruited pretty significantly. Um, so, you know, this is obviously a program that Cam Hayes is familiar with. Um, the thing to focus on now, and I think that um, I'm not necessarily in tune when it comes to NCAA eligibility as it relates to the transfer portal, but with Cam Hayes already transferring before last season, I wonder if he's going to have to sit out a year. Now, the NCAA uh, released some new legislation about a month ago that essentially stated that, um, you know, essentially what they're trying to do is crack down on uh, multiple transfers within a respective collegiate career. Um, so, that is where you're starting to see a lot of the ways that recruits were you know finding immediate eligibility before aren't necessarily going to be the case now um it's my understanding and i've heard from a compliance uh someone in a compliance office at another university that won't be named that they believe that players like cam hayes who had already transferred before in their career now are transferring again that they would have to sit out a year i don't know that i don't know that to be the case could it be the case well of course it can but 
at the end of the day, there are loopholes in these issues, so I'm not sure if that's something that is being talked about. If coaches are confident that Hayes is going to be a player that is um, going to be immediately eligible for next season, I don't know. But that would change this recruitment for the University of Louisville because I think with any prospect, having a player sit out a year just for them to play in two seasons, I think that you're in a spot now to where if you're Louisville, you can't really afford that. You can't necessarily afford to not go out and continue to address the roster ahead of next season. You still need about two guards and then probably best player available. In my opinion, it's a big man, but who knows what the staff is prioritizing. So I think that guard play you need multiple guards, and especially if you go out and you get a player like McKenzie Mbako or Churchill Abbas, you get one of those players, you still need probably two guards for next year's team. Now, granted, hypothetically, let's assume that he's going to be eligible next season because I don't know if he is or not. Um, but if he is, I think that he is an intriguing option for Louisville. Obviously, spent the first two seasons at NC State, the six foot two guard from Greensboro, North Carolina, averaged under eight points a game. Uh, with the Wolfpack, transferred to LSU when Matt McMahon took over, started in 18 of the 31 games this past season, um, averaged about 23.1 minutes per game, 40% from the field, 32% from behind the arc, 80% from the free throw line, averaged a career high 8.1 points per game for a LSU team that started out pretty hot and then kind of dwindled at or toward the rest of the season. 2.5 rebounds, 2.3 assists per game respectively, Averaged a career low 1.3 turnovers per contest. So um, this is a recruitment to where I think it depends on role. I don't necessarily think that, um, you know, I I don't necessarily know if I would be recruiting Cam Hayes to play as the starting guard next to Sky Clark because at the end of the day, obviously, you're trying to improve upon a 4-28 season and bringing in two collegiate guards that both averaged under uh, 8.5 points a game to be your starting backcourt for next year. I understand that there is a such thing called player progression and that it happens, but um, I, I think that Cam Hayes has shown in his time in college that he is a role player. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I think that he would be a solid addition to this team, but I think he would be better suited for a role off the bench in a sort of a six-man role. Um, now, people will say, well, Dalton, he started games. Um he started the majority of games at LSU. He started 27 games at NC State in two seasons. Is this really a situation to where it would be the worst thing if he were to, um, you know, if he were to go elsewhere or if he were to come to Louisville, I should say? I mean, no. I mean, I think that Cam Hayes is extremely talented. I think that, um, you know, what he's able to do on the court, he's very crafty at getting towards the rim, um, you know, able to, you know, get to – you know, his spots on the court, um, you know, pretty solid three-point shooter outside of uh, the 2021-22 season. Uh, but still, you know, only played 23 minutes per game this past year. Um, you know, looking at what he did over the course of the season, had a 25-point game against South Carolina, but in the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. 10, games of his LSU career scored in double figures. So um, 
I I wonder. You know, there were some games where he played a lot, and then there were some games where he did not. So um, it really just kind of depends. I think that he probably best suits this team off the bench in a you know a high role role player situation. Um, looking at the schools that have reached out, this is where you kind of you, you kind of wonder a little bit. These are the schools that, as of last Saturday, reached out to Cam Hayes. Louisville, Eastern Carolina, High Point, Mercer, Jacksonville State, and Cal State Bakersfield. Um, So, obviously, you know, we talk about paying attention to the offer sheet when it comes to, you know, who reaches out to a player in the portal. And I think that that is a telltale sign as to how schools value a certain player's skill set and production level. And I think that that list speaks for itself. I think that Hayes would be best suited. You know, I, I would assume that, you know, these other schools that are reaching out, the the schools that aren't on Louisville's level, are probably offering starting positions, which would make a ton of sense. I think for Louisville's situation, I, I think that they're probably offering a rotational role, which would make a lot of sense because if you can bring a guy off the bench who has played three years of Power 5 basketball, has played in the ACC two years, uh, was solid last year in terms of uh, scoring the basketball in a rotational role. Um, I think that you know you're not always going to bring in players that average 15 a game for every role. Um, so I don't necessarily know if I like this move for Wool if they were to bring him in as a starter, but I do think that it would make a lot of sense in a rotational setting because Louisville still needs guard play. Um, it's easier said than done, you know, if you, Louisville was able to go out and get another guard, and obviously you have that guard in Sky Clark starting, especially if you get a player like McKenzie and Baco, um, you know, to play the wing position. Um, I think then you're in a situation to where I understand, you know, a lot of top programs are able to convince top talent to play with other, other top talent, but I would take a player that averaged eight points a game in three years of college ball to come off the bench for Louisville and handle the basketball, which he's shown the ability to do crafty with the ball. Um, not the greatest three point shooter, but has the ability to get to the rim um, and finish in crafty ways, which is kind of something that Louisville has kind of um, needed over the past couple of years outside of LLS. So um, I like this, um, you know, potential fit from a rotational standpoint, but when it comes to starting level minutes, I'm just not necessarily sure if this is the right move for Louisville, but we will see how this recruitment um, is able to shake out um, as the next week or weeks go on. But another player that Louisville has reached out to is Montana State guard Raekwon Battle. We will discuss him here in just a second as we talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Grand Slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. There's no better place to get in on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Place your first bet and get up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if you don't win. Some of these bets that you can uh, choose are, you know, how many home runs is Aaron Judge going to hit? Uh, tonight, or how many strikeouts is, um, you name it, Luis Castillo going to record tonight? Um, so on and so forth. Uh, very, very specific bets that are you know fun in nature. Um, but don't miss your chance to get a no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars when you join FanDuel today. Go to FanDuel.com/slash locked on to sign up. FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. 
All right, moving right along into the portal recruiting segments of the show. Uh, we just talked about Cam Hayes, the LSU guard that Louisville reached out to. Now we're talking about the Cardinals reaching out to Raekwon Battle out of Montana State. Raekwon averaging 18 points per game this past season has gotten a lot of interest since entering the portal. Um, looking at who has reached out. Give me a second. Um Let's see, Alabama, Kansas State, Oregon, UCLA, Texas, Texas Tech, Georgia Tech, Wake Forest, Utah State, South Florida, um, Clemson, so on and so forth. Uh, Memphis, you know, the list goes on. Obviously, a player that a lot of programs are trying to get in the mix for. Six foot five guard from Washington has played three seasons of college basketball, actually four seasons. He will be a grad transfer. Um, started his career out at Washington, averaged under five minutes per game, decided to go elsewhere, played 35 games for Montana State um, in 2021, didn't start a single one, averaged 8.5 points per game, and then absolutely exploded onto the scene as a senior. Um, started all 35 games for the Bobcats had 17.7 points per game uh, to go along with 2.9 rebounds per contest, 0.9 assists per contest, 0.8 steals per game. Um, Shot the ball nearly, I mean, flirting with the 50-40-90 club, 47% from the field, 35% from three, and 83% from the free throw line. So um, here's the thing about Raekwon Battle. There's no disputing the talent and I think that he would be a solid two guard for the Cardinals I think that um you know he fits what Louisville is looking for at guard I think that when we talk about players that are six five and up when we talk about the term um you know big guards or large guards whatever people call them tall guards uh players that are over six five a lot of these players aren't guards just because you can dribble a basketball and hit a three-pointer does not make you a guard um, so, and I think that people don't understand that, um, you know, you hear the term guard loosely thrown out there and it really doesn't apply to a lot of players, but it does to Raekwon battle. Uh, Raekwon battle is a player that when you watch the film, um, obviously you always wonder whether or not a player from the mid major conferences are going to be able to translate that production over to the collegiate ranks. Is he going to average 17 at the power five level? Probably not, but you can tell by the amount and the um, stature of a lot of these programs that are reaching out that Raekwon battle is probably at least somewhat as good as advertised, right? Um, what makes this encouraging for me, obviously you have to get a player like battle on campus, which would um, need to be done probably pretty quickly because usually players in the portal um, a lot of times often know where they're going or they have an idea of where they want to visit. So um, telltale signs for Louisville in the portal over the past two seasons have been visits. So that's the thing to focus on here. I like the efficiency. That's what's beneficial and encouraging to me. Uh, like I said, getting close to that 50, 40, 90 level uh, career highs in field goal percentage in three point percentage, despite, you know, averaging more shot attempts per game, double the shot attempts. Um, in his, you know, in his career. So, 
um, in 2021-22, averaged 6.1 attempts per game, 13.6 this past season as a senior. So definitely put in the work and had a fantastic year. So I think that as a grad transfer, he makes sense for a lot of programs. For Louisville that needs a guard, it makes sense because he brings what Louisville needs. That's the ability to um, attack in the mid-range. Um, you know, one thing that jumps off the page when you watch the film from Raekwon Battle is his attention to detail in the mid-range. Isn't scared to pull up in that no-man's land that people refer to the lost art of basketball. Um, also a solid three-point shooter. I mean, you're talking about a player that averaged 35% on four attempts per game, which is pretty solid at the collegiate level. Is he going to be one of the best shooters in the country? Probably not, but at the end of the day, you need guys that are respectable shooting it from behind the arc because you just haven't had that. Um, I don't look at one player on this team right now and say, he is a good shooter because there are players that you will get and think, well, they sure, they can knock down uh, you know, the three ball. They can get hot in a certain game, but I don't necessarily look at any of these players and think, well, they're great shooters. So um, we now are looking to add guys that can stretch the floor and that teams have to uh, respect from behind the arc. Um, Raekwon Battle is solid in spot up situations, you know, shooting off the dribble, um, you know, spotting up, um, you know, in the corner above the break, um, especially on the wings, um, does a good job above the break shooting that from three. Um, solid. In transition as well, one thing when you watch Montana State play, um, I watched a couple of, um, you know, I actually watched a full game from Montana State, and it was evident that, you know, he played in a system that utilized trying to get out and run in transition. And I know that obviously words are just words until they're backed up by action, but Kenny Payne and company have essentially said that they want players that utilize transition and get up and down the court on both ends of the court. So uh, Raekwon Battle is a player that, um, you know, Really, really emphasizes transition play. I like the three-point ability here as well. Um, the ability to stretch the floor. Solid defense as well. Not a lockdown defender, but um, you know, shown you know, averaging a block, uh, half a block per game, nearly one steal per game, so on and so forth. Um, overall, I think that this is the type of guard that Louisville needs to go after. Granted, if you get a player like Raekwon Battle, you still need to add sort of a, a point guard-esque guard, uh, kind of the skill set of a Keon Minifield that can you know, be a primary ball handler. I think that Raekwon Battle you know, is best uh, suited to be a secondary ball handler. Um, granted, I think that that fits well with the role that Sky Clark will ultimately play at Louisville, but you also need a guy that can set up for his teammates. Battle has shown the ability to have a uh, pretty decent vision, but um, it, it just doesn't translate to uh, setting up his teammates under one assist per game in every single collegiate season uh, so far. So um, I, I don't look at him as a guy who creates for others, but more so kind of fills a scoring need. And that is what it is. I think that Louisville still needs uh, to fill that scoring responsibility. So ultimately, at the end of the day, you're filling a need. Um, but you still, at the end of the day, let's say that you go get a player like Raekwon Battle, and then you add maybe McKenzie, Mbako, Churchill Abbas, Churchill Abbas. Um, you still need a, a pass-first guard, a guy that can create for other players because as much of a combo guard I think Sky Clark is, and he can be, and I think that the vision is there, and I think that um, he can grow being a point guard like L. Ellis. I think that like Ellis, he's you know sort of a, more so a two guard in the way that he plays, so you need another player that can um, open up the floor and create uh, for his teammates. So um, I think that Raekwon Battle would be a solid addition for Louisville. Like I said, the telltale signs here 
are determining visits. Um, visits have been critical for Louisville. You haven't really seen a ton of success in the portal if a visit hasn't followed. Uh, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, Sky Clark. Hopefully, um, you know you get McKenzie and Baco on a visit, um, so on and so forth. So we will see how things go, but uh, nonetheless, Louisville looking to fill the remaining three scholarships in the portal. So. Um, Let's now dive into the weekly mailbag. Before we do that, I want to thank you all again for making Locked On the Louisville your first listen every day. Every dayers, tomorrow on the show, or really today, depending on when you listen to this, we're going to talk more about the football uh, recruiting side of things in the portal. Players are um, going to be on campus this weekend. We'll talk about a couple of those. We'll talk about a couple portal players that Louisville's reached out to. We'll also talk about why MJ Griffin is primed for a big season next year. Um, so be sure to tune in to that but thank you all for being an everydayer of the locked on the Louisville podcast heading on into the final segment the weekly mailbag we haven't done one in a while a lot of great questions um i want to start out on the basketball side of things since we've talked about basketball what are the chances that you think in mckenzie and Baco um ends up being a Louisville cardinal i think that it's probably i'd say 50 50 um I really haven't heard a lot of other schools being mentioned. I think the G League is a legitimate um, you know, threat in this recruitment. If it's other colleges, it's probably UNC or you know, wherever. But ultimately, I think this race could definitely come down between Louisville and the G League. But ultimately, right now, I'd say you have to like where Louisville's sitting right now. But I feel like the longer this goes on, my confidence kind of wanes a little bit. But maybe that's just me being paranoid. But I hope that Louisville can get this recruitment um, wrapped up pretty quickly. So um, haven't lost hope yet, but I'd say it's probably a 50-50 at this point. How many guards do you think are on next year's roster? I hear a lot of people disagree on how many guards they think there are. What is your opinion on this? This is where we get back into this conversation of, you know, what, you know, what a guard is. Um, I think right now, obviously Sky Clark is a guard. I think that Mike James is better suited as a wing player rather than a guard. Uh, I understand this whole oh, it's positionless basketball. I get it. But you still have to fulfill the roles of the certain positions to, you know, be able to fall back on this positionless basketball talk. So um, ultimately, I mean, let's be real. I, I think that um, obviously Sky Clark is a guard. Mike James. I think has the ability offensively to be a guard, but defensively he's probably more suited to guard the wing position. But at this point in time, let's consider Mike James for the benefit of the doubt to be a guard. I consider him probably to be a little bit more of a wing, but he probably can, you know, be a guard as well. Um, I think that that's pretty much it. Um, Caleb Glenn is a forward. Curtis Williams jr. Is a forward. Um, I personally think Trenton Flowers is a wing. Um, I don't see Flowers as a guard at the collegiate level, and I'm not a scout or anything like that. I know Kenny Payne has considered him to be a big guard, and I'm not you know, saying that Kenny's wrong. This is just my opinion. I think Trenton Flowers is more of a three than he is a two, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's not saying that he can't be successful at the next level, but I, I think that we are – as a fan base looking at this roster and, you know, saying, oh, he's a guard, he's a guard, he's a guard, you know, we don't necessarily have a need for guards like people say we do. Yes, we do. We really do. I think that we need two more 
guards that have produced at the collegiate level. And even if you were to consider Trenton Flowers to be a guard, he's a true he's a true freshman that um, is reclassifying. So that's another thing to focus on. Um, you know, you, you're putting a lot of emphasis on that, but. Ultimately, I look at Trenton Flowers as a wing. So, Sky Clark, Mike James are two guards. Um, I'm not sure if Hersey Miller is going to be back. If he is, he's a guard. Um, if Mackenzie Mbaco commits, he's a wing. Um, I can't stand people saying that he's a guard because he's not. Um, he's more so a stretch four than he even is a wing. So, um, right now, you're probably looking at, really, Sky Clark, and then Mike James is kind of on the fence. So, really, you know, you replaced Ellis with Sky Clark, and you didn't add any guards yet. So, that's kind of where we're looking at. But that's just my opinion. So, you know, don't say, well, Kenny Payne said he was a guard. He has the right to do that. He's the head basketball coach. If he looks at him as a guard, he looks at him as a guard. That is what it is. This is just my opinion at the end of the day. So, with this supposed to be a big recruiting weekend for the Louisville football in the portal, um, I think that Louisville can get extremely better to the point where we can compete for an ACC championship next year. Do you feel the same? I mean, wishful thinking. I think, like I said, I think the ceiling is probably about 10 wins for this team. I don't want to overreact, but I also don't want to undersell it because I think that they're the stars are aligned for this to possibly be a pretty solid year for Louisville. A lot of guys returning, um, a lot of key transfers coming in, and then a solid recruiting class and Flyville 23 coming in. But ultimately, I think that, um, you know, there are some games that are going to determine that. Obviously, NC State, um, Kentucky, Pittsburgh, Notre Dame are going to be kind of the four telltale games, and then you have some other games. I think that the schedule gives you the opportunity to have a good season, but I just don't necessarily know that I'm comfortable throwing around the possible ACC champion um, title just yet because we haven't even seen one game under Jeff Brom yet. But maybe in a couple of years, maybe, who knows, year two, you just never know with the portal. But um, I think that there's an opportunity this weekend and, you know, this upcoming week and weeks to get better and, and fill the needs that you need to address uh, ahead of next season. And you can really have a successful season. So that's going to conclude the mailbag for today's episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We will see you right back here very soon.